action figures. And we're back. Matt made it. He showed up. I'm so proud of him. That means he listened to the How to Use a Calendar episode we were sure, talking about here. Yeah. <laughs> here. He's got a post-it oh, note. talking about calendar. Yeah, we did. We literally there was days. a 30 minute orientation note. Just on my <laughs> inability to, to show up. Listen, I got commitment issues. That's well. That's a different episode. It's a series I, of post-it notes. Yeah, yeah it and, is. And bar napkins. You know, I, I'm not happy with the Mayans for making the calendar because it just holds accountability. Yeah, that's who you should put on blast right now. The Mayans. Yeah. yeah. Damn yeah. it! Don't take any accountability. No, not at Zero. all. No, that's not your problem. Fucking Mayans. That's everyone except you. <laughs> Time and the calendar is the problem, not you. Thank you, Eric. <laughs> it's good to be here. I just got you back. Matthew Rosenbaum, Jared Weiss, Eric Weiss. Three amigos are back. This is the school safety episode. Mm. A heavy topic, but an important one. Yeah, it's tough. And this is something that you guys know a lot about. And I'm only gonna I'm only gonna try to keep up. So well, you, you guys cover this and I'm gonna I'm gonna throw some you have comments in there. But you, you, have, you, you have you have a point of view. And your I point do. of view, you know, you have two kids in the school system. Correct. So, and you probably feel a lot. There's a lot of people that feel the way you feel. Yeah. With And I, I would, I would find it hard if we squeeze everything into one episode when it comes to this topic. This well, is probably two parts. Yeah. Yeah. And as an outsider, that's a good point. Cause like this is educational for me. Like, I don't know a whole lot about how the inner workings go. Sure. You guys were in a position that I wasn't in. You guys did a job that was volunteer work. Like I'm, I'm excited to hear about it. Cause I don't know anything about it. Well, let's dive in. So we're gonna do a couple things. Um, Matt and I just recently retired from a two and a half year project, uh, an experiment, but a good one. It was. We were safety and security volunteers for one of the largest school districts in Arizona. And let's unpack that because a lot of people are like, well, what is that? What does that mean? Right. Well, let's talk about like the what this experiment and pilot program was because I think there's a lot of uh, a lot of people are like, well, I don't understand what it like, was, what it intended to be. And what it became. Correct. There'll be an evolutionary curve here for sure. So rewind to two and a half years ago. Largest school district in Arizona uh, had a full-time position that was the safety and security coordinator. Shout out to Lieutenant N with a certain agency in Arizona yeah. who created this program. But here's the reason why it was created. A lot of schools thousands of students that is more than you can possibly support as one person, right? It's just, it's too many properties, too many students. It's just too much. Right. So here's how it would started. An email went out to all the parents in the district. That basically was, if you have a skill set, either you are law enforcement, military, first responder, do you, you know, do you have a skill set? We want to meet with you. We're creating a new program. It's volunteer based. You live in the community. You have students in the district. We'd like to meet with you. The interview process was very straightforward. It's like, look, you, you have to interview with the safety and security coordinator, uh, 25 year law enforcement SWAT guy knows what it takes. Right. But you need to. It wasn't open to all dads. It was like 
you know, hey, you have to uh, I'll, I'll use his words, not mine, had to have been in the game on some level. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you're bringing something to the table. It's not just can't so be like, random dad. It was an open trap. So it wasn't like, hey, no. do you think you're badass? Come no. try. Like, yeah, the, that's the, good news. The, because the, the football coach, need. baseball coach who's just good at yelling, not would not have gotten on this team. No, <laughs> and that's an important <laughs> distinction because you got to think like there's probably a lot of dads who are like, I'm badass. And like, <laughs> you just shout a lot. You're that's, badass in your house. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, right. You drive right. a giant truck and you carry a gun that you have no business shooting. Like, yeah. no, like you got to be real careful with those. Based a lot of, of stuff off emotions, right? Yeah. No, because when you contact people, you have to be calm. You can't be screaming, "Dad!" Yeah, right? de-escalate. Yeah. Is yeah. de-escalate is the number one rule. Yeah. So the program rolls out. Uh, how many were so you and I were original first hires? Original first hires. There, there were sixty something applicants. Um. I heard that, Eric. That's okay. That's <laughs> what we do here. We, uh, that's what we do here. We, how many were there? Maybe a dozen. But of that dozen, only, only six, only six got paperwork. Correct. Uh, got the, the clearance card, thumbprint card, which if you're uh-huh. not familiar, if you're not from Arizona, the, the highest clearance you can get is the fingerprint clearance card. Yeah, to be it's level kids. one through the state, um, of Arizona. And it's basically if you work in healthcare around kids, any sensitive environment that's required. And it's, yeah. it's a, it's a heavy check in your background, right? They go deep. They go detail. Deep. Yeah. yeah. Like, which is good. And if you're well, a teacher, sure. you're required to have one. So yeah. you know that everybody's clear to be around your kids. And if this is something where maybe you have a, a babysitter or somebody that you want to go do this, you yeah. can do this through uh, DPS, Arizona Department of Public Safety's website. It costs about $60. You can go to, uh, I think I went to the post office store that did it. So anyway, this is oh, something you, you can just go get, get those. Like, you can go get them. Oh, I didn't know. Yeah. That. You want uh, to be sponsored? No. Oh. No. Oh. Uh, $60 application. You do the paperwork, do the thumbprint, you get a card. Oh, I didn't know that. And it, it mean, basically means you've reached the highest level of clearance. So yeah, you, you got to get this to even show up to the first meeting. Mm-hmm. And the meeting is great. You all have a skill set. Let's talk about what the mission is. And the mission is Overwatch, eyes and ears, be in schools, around schools, near schools, keeping an eye on just what goes on and, and in a way that's uh, very open ended, meaning yeah. we're not guarding nuclear weapons. We're not guard. You know what I mean? Like, well, we're not. You are. Well, it's, <laughs> it's children, the, so. the point is, like, we don't know what to expect, right. but um, I want to touch on this because it's really important. The media tends to gravitate towards active shooters, lockdowns, things like that. Right. Part of the onboarding process was acknowledgement that that's a possibility. Sure. sure. And sure. so you can't sign on for this if you're not willing to accept that level of risk. Correct. Yeah. But because you get up the spotlight really fast, right? If you like, think about the 30 or 40 things that happen in a school district each day or several hundred in a month, most of which, by the way, require some level of police documentation. <laughs> uh it is very active shooter situation is very fucking serious. Yeah. But statistically <clears throat> remote, right. not, not zero, but no, you know, I don't know these days. Probably it's more and more like common it. these days. Right. Yeah. I mean, you look up 20 years ago, sure. Yes. Columbine, you know, but now you hear about it often, too often. Yeah. Well, we had like 10 in like four years. Yeah. Like, I mean, that's an arbitrary number, but there's been a lot in like even the last couple of years. But even like, the FBI research has shown that like, 
since 2014. Overall, that level of violence in school districts is on the decline, even though the media is still so. They, well, yeah, because they pick and choose the yes. cases. I get it. We're not going to get this media tirade, but yeah. no, it's there. A lot of it is fear yeah. mongering, right? Sure. So part of the onboarding was you have to be able to accept the fact that that's a possibility, but that's really, you know, it's an outlier. So a lockdown by definition is not just an active shooter. A lockdown is, and I want to define this because the media spins this out of control. A lockdown is turn the school into a bank vault because something is happening outside. Yeah. That we're not in control of. We're not in control of. Yeah. And I'll give you an example. Uh, when the team was created, I think it was only about two weeks after there was a call for lockdown. Yeah. I left work. I got to the school in 15 minutes, which I'm kind of proud of that response time. I got there about the same time as the second unit. Oh, right on. And it was there was police activity in the neighborhood next to the school. Yeah. Nothing was even going on at the yeah. school. Yeah. But it was in the middle of afternoon pickup. And so the school district's like, look, take a break. Until that sorts itself out, we don't need people wandering around near the buses and stuff because we don't know what's going on over there. Yeah. I guess well, that's comfforting in its own, right? No, like, yeah. that, that makes me feel a lot better. Like, well, hey, at least we're going into bank vault mode. We're not just feeling, like, yeah, whatever. Well, you yeah. can get your kids. You think like, about where the environment that schools are, there were people live. Oh, yeah. So they're, they're, the environment is sporadic. Things happen in neighborhoods. People live in neighborhoods. And when you have people, shit happens. Uh, yeah. yeah. So All the, the time. The second lockdown we happened, it was the first day of school. Do you remember this? Oh, I Jesus. do. It you guys was, got them back to back. No, this some, there was some time in between. Space in between. Seven a.m. First day of school. Everybody's dropping off their kids, taking pictures. You know, kissing little Johnny goodbye. Yeah. Yep. First day of school. There's a daytime robbery. Home Strong armed, like shit. five houses down from the school. Are you? Somebody kidding? kicks in the door. <laughs> and imagine, you know, hundreds of kids. Being dropped off. There's emotions are high. Oh, yeah. Emotions yeah. are high. Yeah. People are already tuned up. And then you add the cops with yeah. AR-15s just yeah. running around. That's the spiciest day I can imagine. People freeze. Oh, yeah. I don't know what to do. And mom and dad just like lock up. They're like, I don't know what to do. I don't know what we're going to do now. Yeah. So the goal was if you're Jesus. in the school, we're locking you out. or locking you in, rather. Yeah. If you're not in yet. And you didn't get in there. Because yeah. 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 we're not. I mean. That environment is so fluid. Well, and you've got people that can do stupid shit. We've seen more of this in the media recently, oh, too. Yeah. People are after Uvalde, you know. Yeah. R.I.P. Sorry about that. But, uh, you know, now you've got dads and moms that are stepping up and like, I'm not my kids. I'm going to go get them. Because mm-hmm. they and it's gotten saw, worse now. Well, even in Levine a couple months ago, which is west of here, south, southwest, the newer part of Phoenix. I forget the details. No, yeah, staff saw somebody with a gun. Yep. On or around campus, called 911. Huge response, multi agency. Dad showed with guns. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because the most recent event was Uvalde, where the mm-hmm. cops stood outside. Yeah. So I don't dive into the tactics. I'm going to pause yeah. because if you want a deep analysis on this, go check out Mike Glover on YouTube. Did a yeah. very detailed, maybe the most detailed oh, analysis yeah. of the response to Uvalde. If you have not watched that, you need to because it's very specific. But continue. Sure. Now you locked him up. Oh, now you don't know where he's going. With it. Sorry, brother. Yeah. Am I misinformed? So let me let me let me back up though, because what I don't understand is like you have school resource officers, right? Yeah. And that is a big thing. Like SROs are constant. They're in every school. Yeah. So let's talk about that. So um, the reason the program was created was. 
SRO program comes and goes. It is very dependent on grants. It's grant based funding. Oh, I didn't know that's not it's not like a unit inside no. of the police. No. Oh, really? Yeah. Yes. Oh, interesting. And this is something not a lot of people know. So it's grant dependent. So one year you might have those jobs. One year you may not. So they just kind of, they come and go. Like, come and go. Compounded by the fact that even if you have the grant money, that is still a job that requires a sworn officer. Well, in Phoenix's case, if you're down 600 sworn jobs, which we are. You're not backfilling those like you're like we need beat officers. We don't need SROs like Phoenix Police Department last year did two things. They were pulling detectives out of their rotation to go on patrol because that's how short they were. Yeah. And last year they started reaching out to retired officers to bring them back. So in a perfect world, yeah, maybe you have grant money, but you probably don't. Who are you going to put in that job? Yeah. So the reason the program was created was SRO, important job. Yeah. But in the district that we worked with, a couple, you know, 20 plus schools. Well, you're in a tighter one than we are. Like, so Matt and I are in Chandler. You're in Kyrene. Right? You're in Kyrene, oh, too. You're in Kyrene, oh, too? The other boy Shut got out. Shit. <laughs> Can you believe that? Sorry. Anyway, I just thought it. <laughs> you did it. Sorry, guys. I'm not you gonna need to say it. I didn't let you down. From Fuck. the Uvalde comments to that. Uh, yeah, 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 anyway. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, guys. <laughs> the end. Oh, Next podcast. We are <laughs> neighboring districts, but Chandler. Oh. Oh, okay. I hope he can call us so out. Anyway, we have the district that your local kids are in. Yeah. It's, it's a little more split. You guys have a higher education campuses. You guys have high schools. We don't, but we have middle schools that are, that are designed yeah. as high schools. Right. All of your campuses do have school research officer, officers at the high school level. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I, I grew up and even, yeah. And even at the middle school level, they do in Chandler. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's the elementary, but they, they do a good job. They actually have school safety officers. I think is what they call sure. them that patrol the elementary schools. Oh, right on. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Every district's a little bit different. Sure. Um, so it's not standard, which it should be. It's not standard. It's not standard, but here's the big thing. The responsibility is on the school district. Meaning they got to come up with their own plan. Yeah. Even the SRO program is like, okay, grant dependent, but like, where are you going to put them? So a lot of, so the reason is let's, let's go back to why this program was created. There was acknowledgement by school leadership at the time. And that that position that was created for the first time. Yeah. There was very clear acceptance. That's like, okay, we have to take care of ourselves. Um, There's a shortage in the police department. SRO program comes and goes. Right. But we live in a community that has parents with skill sets, veterans, first responders, medical professionals to help that have skill sets that are invested that can bring more to the table than just reading to the kindergartners. Right. And that's important too. So the school district was basically like, Hey, we can be more self-sufficient. And the goal was not to be some sort of police department for the school district. Well, and they should be because there was a lot of veterans that stood up kind of when they started ramping back up around school shootings and it was sad, but there's a lot of veterans like, Hey, I live down the road. Like I'll come guard your kids. We'll come back to that for sure. But yes, there was a lot of people that are like, I want to be part of the solution. Yeah, I'm not just going to sit on the sidelines or go to a school board meeting and complain. So Matt and I were a couple of the dads that stood up and said, hey, yeah, we are going to take action. And it's kind of the point of the show, right, is Mm -hmm. step up, take action. Best time to go is now. Right. 
And I'll talk a little bit about like what the primary duties were, but how the job evolved over time. So, you know, we got called to a couple of lockdowns and again, very, it was just mostly police activity near the school, but there's a lot of other things we did, right? It was quite a bit of trespassing. Oh yeah. uh, Nights and weekends. Yeah. People, I, I remember when I was growing up though, the campuses were open. Yeah. In the sense oh, yeah. of yeah. you could go play baseball with dad. Yeah. Where there wasn't anybody rolling around being like, hey, you know, no, get out of here. But back then, you didn't have. Yeah. I feel like there's an influx of weirdos. <laughs> I, I really <laughs> more than our do. fair share. Yeah. There, there's a social media <laughs> comment I'll make right now. And that's exactly what it is. What's changed between we were kids, right? Like, yeah. Yeah. Social media was invented and, and is rotting everyone's brain out, yeah. of the, out of its core. And you now know you have more access to information to. So, oh, absolutely. Um, Double edged sword. But if you are on a school campus and you don't work there, you don't have a kid going there. What the fuck are you doing there? Yeah. And that was the big that. So in the I would say maybe in the first year, that was the primary role of the team was establishing a new baseline, which is don't fuck with the school. Don't don't hop the fence. Don't vandalize the roof. Don't go over there and get drunk on the soccer field. Don't dump your mattress or your water heater in the dumpster. Like this is all stuff we dealt with, dude. But the primary goal was letting everyone know the school's being watched. Yeah. Don't fuck with the school. That was it. Don't fuck with school. The school's going to be a safe place. Yeah, well, it should be. It's for learning. It's not for playing. And I think you guys, I think I asked you about it a long time ago. Maybe it was even you team at. And I was like, well, you know, what's the big deal? And you're like, well, there's a park across the street. Yes. Which is designed for all the activities you're trying to do right here in this place. That is not for you. It's for learning and my getting better. My favorite people to make contact with were boomers with oh, their yeah. dog yeah. walking around and they were the first people to say, well, I pay taxes. This I is, I, I deserve to be able to use this property. Yeah. Hey, boomers, yeah. as much as I do, welcome to the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> sorry for the boomers that we just came out of here. No, just the ones yeah, that show sorry. up like they own the school. <laughs> I mad. And I'll, I'll use my favorite one liner that Matt, I stole from Matt. Which is, <laughs> I love this one because I got a little, I got it, the first six months was like, okay, being polite, professional. I don't know if you saw the sign, but the school's not up to the public. So we, six months so in, you go, I'm going to stop you real quick. Okay. We had posted signs that weren't posted previously stating the statue. Oh, no shit. <laughs> yeah. stating, I mean, big red signs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And if you're not fucking stupid, you can read. <laughs> yeah, well, we hope so. But yeah, well, that turned out to be a lie. <laughs> so we posted signs everywhere, you know, and these campuses are closed. I mean, you have to go through an ordeal to get onto campus. Yeah. It's like a production. Right. So, you know, Jared would make contact with people and that's their favorite <laughs> line is, oh, I pay taxes. I'm good, good for you. But <laughs> so do I. You left the, the punchline well, out. Which is, I'm going to let you have the punchline. Uh, the punchline is. Well, do they let you drive the fire truck and the police car too? Since you pay taxes, uh, yeah. <laughs> it was that's a good one. That was uh, do they let uh, you drive the fire truck? Yeah, <laughs> you pay for what that too. That, dude? <laughs> I'd be like, oh, uh, take my ball and go home. Well, yeah. I had one dude in his sixties go, yeah. I'm like, congratulations, okay, Gramps, liar. Yeah, <laughs> he just big dick energy. He's deal. just I like, how oh, do you know I don't? I'm like, and all right, checkmate. The next stop is with thrown hands. Hey, so. pick up your dog's shit. Yeah, okay, here's a bag. That's the other thing too. Is, is <laughs> you know, it's it can be as simple as somebody not picking up after the dog, and then the teacher getting to work. Yeah, stepping in dog shit. I know. I mean, it's just a trickle effect. Yeah, and, and there's no reason. 
And there's no reason. And there's then as no wide reason. as somebody learning to access points to the school. So the, the easier solution would be nobody's allowed on campus unless you have a purpose. Yeah. Yes. And, and park, going back guys. to that, that fingerprint clearance card, we don't know who was on campus. Yeah. I don't know who you are. No. Yeah. I don't know your background. I don't know your intention. I don't know. And I'm not going to find out either. Oh, I just yeah. don't want to see your face again. Look, and yeah. there, there were don't some situations back. where, and this was more uh, peak COVID, where you had to read the situation. There was a couple times where um, people got very confrontational. Oh, yeah. I've seen some of your dash cam oh, footage, dude. dude. It's, it's dude. like, Jared, you're baseball a dad. dad. Jared, lo- they love him. <laughs> no, they love no. Jared, dude. <laughs> they think they got a one-up on him. It's just, it's sad, though. It's like, dude, you hear the kids. Like, that's the example you're setting. Yeah. Like, baseball, I was dad. Horrified. baseball dad. Baseball dad. Shout like, out to baseball, baseball dad. dad. If you're listening. <laughs> yeah. Dude. <laughs> I that guy fucked you. up. That guy fucked up. He he was he was going. He's like, cool. I'll go to jail for this. I'm like playing baseball at the school. You're going to go yeah. to jail for like well, over assault. Yeah, he was ready. He I was know ready. he was he was <sighs> dialed. He had a hard on for Jared. Yeah, well, Jared had a hard on for him. Too. Here's the deal too, though. Six Bud Lights later, he's so, like, nah. A couple things I'll point out. The first thing is, um, the reason why Matt and I were selected is we have a skill set. I'm not going to get into some sort of escalation <laughs> with a baseball dad that has a baseball bat who's like grabbing it like yeah, he wants to do something. Day. Today's the day. Yeah, what's the, what's the reward for that pissing contest? <laughs> None. Zero. Caved in skull and an assault and charge, a felony and a hospital bill. Yeah. Yeah. Come here's on, the man. other thing. No one. I got that. nothing to prove. Yeah. I make contact. They get agitated. I'm like, cool, man. I'm going to wait over here until the cops get here. Yeah. And I had to do that like at least six or eight times where I'm like, that's cool. You, I asked you nicely. Yeah. You escalated. You made the choice. I'm just going to talk to Petey next. Yeah. You got yeah. more problems than I did with people. <laughs> it's maybe, a Phoenix thing. Not a face. Face. Yeah. <laughs> I have a very punchable face. Yes. <laughs> I don't know that, if that's it, but that's why maybe we can work out the escalation. A podcast, not a TV show. <laughs> yeah. Maybe your cancellation tactics need some work. I mean, here's here's the response I gave everybody, but was met with different kinds of responses. Not sure if you're aware, boom. But the school is not open to the public. Yeah, your best option is there is a park two blocks away. Yeah, and in my case, it's very easy to find different parts of the city. Yeah, you know, sure. But it was like, look, Google it. You can drive two more blocks and have a city park. Yeah. Do whatever you want. That's your best option. If you have a dog, there's a dog park over here. And so I would always make a recommendation. And I would say 80% of the time, people like didn't know that. And I'll tell you out of everybody I made contact. And I don't know if you had the same experience. 90% 90% of the time, you never see those people again. Yeah. They're like, oh, you Lesson know what? Learned. I'm hey. embarrassed. Yeah. You know, I have no idea. Right. I'm sorry. But the the 20% of the time, they're like, I pay taxes. Who the fuck are you? Why are you giving me a hard time? I said, I'm giving you a hard time because, first of all, we don't know you. And it's posted right over here. And, and it's an ordinance. <laughs> and by the way, did you realize there's been abuse of the property? Oh, so I would yeah. double down and say, look, you guys let them know that vandalism, sure. graffiti, drug yeah. use, alcohol use. Like it got bad, dude. Yeah. People public dumping, yeah. dumping big stuff, too. And I would I would say, look, cool. the reason we're here is people are fucking with the school. Yeah. Don't fuck with the school. Yeah. <laughs> hey, we can all copacetically live along, but you got to stop throwing trash in the dumpsters behind the baseball field, please. Correct. Please. And then there's teachers that work after outside of school hours, too. 
you don't need a 20 something year old, you know, young teacher. Yeah. And she, you know, wrapping up her day after a long week walking out. Cause I come from a family of educators. So I know how many hours they put in. Yeah. And, you know, walking out there and there being a strange dude with two dogs not on leash. Yeah. Or some kids feeling kind of squirrely. Like I'm, I'm and it not assuming, but I'm just it's saying it's happened before. If you can't jog in New York, you can't walk this campus and alone. You bring up a very important point, which is you need to very much be focused on who's coming and going at the school. Yeah. And the minute that's not a priority, and I'll use uh, several examples, right? A lot of, you know, this gate has no padlock or that door has a lock that's broken or yeah. this lock is this door is just propped open with a rock. There was a lot of that. Mm-hmm. And it's like, look, it's simple. Preventable. We should not be letting strangers show up to the school like yeah. ever. Yeah. Do you, yeah. Do you want strangers around your kids? You know what I mean? That's it's yeah, a that's basic. It. Does that bother you? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> because if they feel comfortable enough, they nobody should feel comfortable in a school environment unless you belong there. Correct. And we yeah. made sure that you were uncomfortable if you were there and did not belong there. Correct. Yeah. That was the purpose of the team. That's was pretty cool, though. Like, new baseline. And so sending a message to the community. Don't the school's being watched. Yeah. yeah. And we did weekend rotations, night rotations, all kinds of stuff. But it was, look, the only people who should beat the school are people that belong at the school. Yeah. Yeah. Baseball dad. Baseball dad. <laughs> there was a couple of baseball dads. You had a, you had like two or three. I had two. I had two, had two different baseball dads. Yeah. You had one two? That, oh yeah, the one that was he had one um, chasing through the neighborhood too. Uh, that was the same one that no, we were talking. That was the the baseball dad was the one that chased me through the neighborhood. I was like, oh, I think he's going for motoring jog. <laughs> <laughs> but the other baseball dad, small B, <laughs> small was the guy that was. Um, basically uh doing paid coaching remember he was oh. he was uh he was skirting, oh yeah he was skirting the charges on the um rent in a field he was one of only three people that i had to contact to i actually contacted him three times yeah uh where i was like dude <laughs> we're getting to the point of turn here friend um so trespassing paperwork had been filed oh shit come oh. to find out that baseball dad mm-hmm Wife works for Life the district. Wife works there. Yeah. And was like, you mean it's not anybody can use it anytime? Girl, you work here. She was like, well, we pay taxes. Flabbergasted, huh? Oh. You work here. Are you kidding me? Dude. You got it. Okay. Well, hey, props <laughs> to you guys for doing a really hard job for free 99. Because that I would be like, I'm done. I did two contacts in. I'm like, I'm either fighting or we're, we're dying. Tonight. It wasn't all about trespassing. So we'll touch on some of the other stuff and we'll come back to that. So, you know, we also handed out lunches for COVID. Uh, yeah, that's cool. We, okay. we set fire alarms. Like it was a lot of we stuff. Checked, right. You know, we checked lockdown, lockdown procedures. We checked, you know, communication tools. We checked. I mean, there's a, a variety of moving parts. Um, Stopped a burglary. <laughs> we did. In progress. I know. We did. I mean, that's a well, great like story. Six or seven of them. Yeah, you guys had like a whole crew. Oh, six. Okay, yeah. six of them. <laughs> yeah, I heard wild. that story. That was spicy. I mean, detained is a strong word. We asked no, them we to just... sit down, and they sat down. Yeah. No. <laughs> dad, it's amazing what a dad voice and a flashlight will do. Oh, Dude. absolutely. Dude, that's his own self defense. Two best things you can carry. Dude, the cop came. The cops came, <laughs> and they're like, "How? How did they?" How? Yeah, yeah. So the dad voice, he was yeah. fantastic. Yeah, I came a father. Nice flashlight. Yeah. Gotta go. Sit down. <laughs> Get your hands out of your pockets. And these are high schoolers and above. 
that were at a middle school campus. What are you doing there? Yeah. By you the way, here. like that's a prime example. Like, this you was in, be here. within two weeks of Uvalde. Oh shit. It was so, fresh. So yeah. it, was, it was really spicy. It was still in people's minds. Yeah. And I told the one kid, I said, look, did you hear about what happened in Texas? He goes, yeah. I said, do you think it's a good idea for somebody your age who does not go to school here to be here at this school, regardless Seriously. of whether you're stealing a mini fridge, which they were. <laughs> Swear to God. That's what you go for, huh? Yeah. And like a punching bag, too. Really? Uh, yeah, but I don't. It what was a like weird a selection. Yeah, it was some gym equipment. Yeah. What but anyway, but that was the conversation was like, look, you're in high school. You're in a middle school. Dude, that's never OK. Yeah. That's like throw the book at you. Well, yeah, I don't know the end results. I mean, I've, you know, the criminal charges, they got charged. Uh-huh. I mean, PD, oh, for sure. Uh-huh. PD took them away that night. Yeah, um, they were booked that night. Um, uh, you know, but lessons were learned. Yeah, lessons were learned. It's a tough lesson to learn as a kid. So, dude. But what do you do? Like you said, like, I'm with you. Like, what are you doing here? Of all the places you can go. Because I everywhere dude, in the state. So when I was growing living, up, I don't ever. I did a lot of dumb shit. Me too, but not at school. I, exactly. I never fucked with the school. Sure. So let's talk about what I believe is the number one threat to school safety and security. Dumb, Shitty parenting. Yeah. Dumb parents. I'll give you an example. Yeah. Uh, one of the properties had several thousand dollars in damage done to the roof and the skylights. Yeah. Uh, six or eight of them got up on the roof and thought it would be a great time to go up there and throw a party. Smashing roofs, things like that. Fellow team member who uh, was reserve MCSO, but now P- Pinal County. Shout out to V. Yeah. So V. Yeah. He knows who he is. Yeah. He's on the gram. Yeah. Uh, but V, who had a kid going to the school, shows yeah. up. And uh, he's sworn, but he's reserved. So he detains everybody. He's like, hey, that's Real a different. That, that's capital D, like, capital D. Capital D. on the shoulder blades. Like, don't yeah. move. And you're like, oh. Uh, parent shows up. Uh, and I'll give you a couple of examples. But this one sticks in my mind. Parent shows up. Yeah, man. V goes, you, do you realize your kids were on the roof, like smashing skylights? Like, this is not okay. Like, yeah. Do you not know where your kids are? And basically, he's leaning in. Yeah. Mom goes, I didn't think it was a big deal. He goes up there to think. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And destroy shit? Not okay. So, wow. The number one threat to school safety and security is shitty parenting. Yeah, the number one threat to society is shitty parenting. Yeah, well, (laughs) we're we're hyper-focused on the school school environment, right? But I will back Matt up on that all day long. There's 99% of problems to be be a decent, not a great one, a decent parent. Maybe apply yourself. Like, try. They're too consumed. Just try. They're too consumed with... with We all are. We just talked about this, too, in the last one. Everyone's focused elsewhere, but... you know. same thing with the the kids that were stealing the mini fridge and you know we caught him and the whole thing but dad, dad showed, showed up. up dad showed up oh he was pissed oh yeah not at his kids at us what yeah because kids yeah. his kids can he was do inconvenience no his kids are in the you woke me up to coming to my kid for robbing the school <laughs> yeah my man. kids are committing multiple felonies why did you detain them <laughs> what the fuck do you mean <laughs> <laughs> Dude, try harder. <laughs> yeah. Or maybe just try once. Oh my god. 
True story. If you hit your kid earlier in life, this wouldn't be a problem right now. He's on a path. It's Action a figures one. does not recommend or endorse hitting, hitting your children. No, but. don't do it. Don't do it. Obviously, you get no, I, I do. I don't know what these two are fucking talking about. It's no, good. there's a time and a place. But discipline, I think, you know, not hitting. It's different. But discipline. Correct. Different. There needs to be consequences. There needs to be, Correct. you know, a fundamental understanding of cause and effect, and yes. people yes. don't have that today. It's gone. Yeah, Dad should have was pissed at us, dude. It was dude. fucking yeah. hilarious. So, I'll tell That's you a funny, funny story about this. Um, she was only uh, Phoenix PD officer. God, she was five five. She was tiny. She was great, but she was telling she was telling she, all the other officers that, at the scene what what was what you the so, fuck you're gonna do. So yeah. uh, she came up all big hate, energy. Huh? Hate symbols were drawn in the parking lot. Oh. And Idiots. she goes over to dad, pulls him over to point out the hate symbols on the on the parking lot and goes, you see this? This is not okay. Where are you? You need to be involved. She's lecturing him. Oh, get it, girl. Get it, girl. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you want to go stand behind her, don't that you? Was, yeah, that was too. the first solid and I'll, you know what? Fuck it. It's my podcast. That's the first decent Phoenix police officer I've seen in a long time. We're about to get a cease and desist. Phoenix <laughs> <laughs> says you're slandering the name. Like, goddamn right I am. Try harder? Yeah. I don't know. Do better? <laughs> well, it's up to you. So, well, good for her to step up, man. That's a tough she scenario. Was great. And to paint the picture, this is like 10 o'clock at night. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's, it's late at night. You Dark know? as midnight. Kids being squirrely. And, you know, shout out to the canine unit because. Oh, yeah. Fantastic. Um, leadership oh, team. So Matt and I called. So there's an internal number that you can call in an emergency for the school district. Right? And the intent for the number is to have in order of power and decision making that, you know, that's who answers the phone. Right. OK. So it's like a red phone, right? Like you it's a red phone. Yeah, exactly. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. We call. And uh, I don't know how deep we'll get into this, but we no, call. No, hold on. I'll stop you. <laughs> the one dude that was supposed to answer the phone and be there wasn't there. He took Correct. a day off. <laughs> didn't no, no, they didn't know where he was. Oh, neat. Called him multiple times on the way to the scene <laughs> and he was unresponsive. So and this is his full time job. So it rolls to the boss's boss. Boss's boss is like, I'll be there in 10 minutes. Shows up and shout out to him. Phoenix PD is like, do you want to press charges? He goes, absolutely. Phoenix PD goes, do you want us to sweep the building? Uh, and there's a pause. It's like, well, there's no internal alarms going off. Yeah, but, but the alarm system's not great. Somebody so. had broken out from the group. They weren't all accounted for. No, is what one two of the, are missing. Yeah. Oh, shit. So, okay. so the answer is yes. The yeah. answer was somebody's on the property, even yeah. if there's not an alarm going off. Yeah. Phoenix PD goes, great. Canine's on their way. Oh, yes. Oh, I and love those canines. And when I canine units showed up. Oh, yes. While those two are showing up, four more showed up. Four more cops? Canines. Oh, my God. Dude, the whole all six of them were there. Oh man, it was a blitz. Makes me sweaty. <laughs> oh man, and I wasn't even there. I'm sweaty. Oh man, oh the best doggies. Oh, Belgian Malinois. Oh, I have yeah. too. Yeah, oh, yeah. They were like, Let's don't run, don't run. They were excited to work. They were, yeah, they, they were, were ready <laughs> to work. I like the bitey bitey. <laughs> it was their first shift that night, so the doggies are like, Let's go. Extra amp. Just took a dump. Yep, had a good snack. Dude, one of them was <laughs> going to handler. Like this dude was a big dude. He was having yeah. a hard time controlling, full kit. controlling yeah. in full kit. Yeah. Yes, yanking this motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> that dog gets off the chain. You're dead. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah. <laughs> I love them though. All right. Yeah, I love so them. So anyway, canines. canines for days. Yeah. But back to the original point of the story, right? Yeah. yeah. Shitty weekend dad shows up and I was like, oh, it doesn't matter what son did. Like, who are these guys? Weekend dad. Which, okay. So <laughs> to be clear, fun, fun parent shows up. <laughs> shows up. Yeah. <laughs> kind of dad, mostly uncle. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but to, so to be clear um apparently and again we probably need some sort of citation i'm sure a listener can post this if you're acting on behalf of the property owners which we were you have basic you're empowered to do what you need to do entertain enforce educate correct uh, okay whatever to keep that space protected yeah yes. yeah yeah yeah. Uh, Matt and I are not sworn officers, not yeah. trying to be police officers. Nope. Shout nope. out to the people that do that job. That's Absolutely. a hard job and an important job. Yeah. However, as people specifically put into position to make sure that people don't fuck with the school. Yeah. When we yeah. tell you to sit on the curb, you sit on the curb. Dude, the time. timing was so good that night, too. You remember the timing? Night too. Pulled in in the truck and they when I, their faces, man, their eyes were damn near out of their head when they saw us pull up. No and I pull up. Yeah, dude, they're dragging all this stolen shit out. We dragging. Pull we pull up. I said, hey. <laughs> Stairs. I said, where'd you get that? We, we found it. And then we hop out. <laughs> and the rest is history. Here, here's the main issue. Matt drives a Toyota Tundra. I know. Every police officer in the country drives that. I know. So they just assumed. They yeah. just assumed. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Which is unfortunate for them. I mean, but two, that's part two of it. guys get out in jeans with flashlights. You're going to assume. Well, well I can't, you know. There's there's a whole tactic there you could unpack. I mean, yeah. you got to think about like, there's a lot of times, like you said, like a dad voice, Matt, and a flashlight mm-hmm. gets yeah. you a long ways because people just assume it's a cop. They've been you don't like, have to see anything. Some of those kids have been longing to hear dad voice. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Acceptance or <laughs> discipline or praise or discipline or something. Or something. Yeah, love me, dad. Please. Please. Never never good enough to make you proud. Yeah, I'm never good (laughs) enough. This is why I am the way I am. Because you love me. (laughs) Why'd you leave mom? (laughs) Just one pack of smokes, huh? Yeah. Stepmom's stepmom's gonna be over to later. (laughs) Anyway. Uh, But the the point so back to the original point of the story is Good out. Thanks, man. <laughs> no, that's going to be easy to cut. I'm going to boost the base on that oh, one. Yeah. I hope you do. Um, <laughs> going to feel the plums. So the biggest risk to school is shitty parenting. Here's right. the right. second biggest risk to school safety. Oh, shit. What is that? And here's what I'm going to say. I say this from a place of experience because I've spent the last five years Uh, Several of which with the school district volunteering, but I also volunteer with law enforcement, uh, federal agencies. Oh, yeah. I do a lot of law enforcement volunteering. And you, Eric, you and I did some of that, too. Sure did. I've spent a lot of time with a whole bunch of agencies. I feel like I've got a good cross section of here's what good looks like. And here's what maybe not so good looks like. So I say this from a place of support because I love law enforcement. Sure. The second biggest risk to school safety and security is um, basically complacency and incompetence of law enforcement. Yeah. And and I'm sorry. I know. I know. It's a, it's a tough topic to handle because they do an impossible job anyway. It's, and you and I have worked around enough yes. police officers that some are like, yeah, this is a difficult job. Some are like, no, it's just a job. But let me tell you okay. the tale of two agencies. Okay. Yeah. 
two different very serious trespassing examples. Okay. Um, and fuck it. I don't care. One was in Chandler. One was in Phoenix. Right. Right. The Phoenix example was full blast. Send me a letter. We're getting, a, we're right. getting a cease and desist <laughs> after this. We're going to cease and desist. I hope so. I hope so. There's no bad press, right? It's all right. They're going to get a present from me. It comes in a bucket. Um, <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> what are you talking about, Jared? <laughs> so, Here's Chandler that. School. Yeah. I don't remember. I don't. It was some sort. I think it was like a. They were trying to steal a, a car or something, but it was in the school parking lot. Chandler PD shows up. Dude takes off on foot. Chandler PD is there so quick. It the dude is like shocked, blinded. Yeah. Chandler PD young gun clears the fire fence. Which, by the way, like what 12, eighteen feet tall. Not eighteen. No, it's like. Eight, it's eight feet tall with some vertical bars. Ten. Like, yeah, but there's yeah, there's nothing, there's nothing to, to grab, grab onto. Yeah. Nothing to grab. Just this fucking man, <laughs> just monkey just, right up there. dude. Yeah, clears it like Captain America. So this in is the plate carrier. This is the story. The assistant principal lives in the neighborhood. Called that red phone. We would call it yep. Oh no, shit. The last leader answered the phone. Shout out a Lieutenant N. Him and I were out doing welfare checks because this is the the time of COVID, where people um they weren't sending their kids to school. It was just like a weird time. Yeah. And, but so, the, you know, teachers are going to go, you know, they weren't answering phone calls or emails. Doesn't quite elevate to law enforcement involvement, but we want to make sure that your kid's okay. Yeah. No so shit. we would go out. Oh, yeah. We would go out and we would knock on apartment doors and houses. Really? Yeah. And I'm talking oh, yeah. like, so it's an open enrollment district like many are. They had me in the slums, dude, of Mesa. Shout out Mesa AZ. <laughs> it's a shitty area. Um, but we had gotten a phone call. And so we made our way over there. Jared was there first. Uh, by the time we got there, PD was on the roof, dude. Captain America cleared that fire fence, was on the roof with a flashlight. Just spotting. And his partner's like, yeah. I tried. You want I, a boost? <laughs> I show yeah. up. That's what I'd be doing. Hands down. Chandler PD, you, Captain America comes back, not even out of breath. It was like, I was close, I was out of breath man. watching him. <laughs> I got sweaty talking yeah, to him. Why, why, was like, why are you so sweaty? Is it safe to approach you? Look at you. you. <laughs> Look at you. <laughs> and he's like, I was so close, bro. Yeah. So, different story. Yeah. Burglary in progress in Phoenix. <laughs> Not the one I'm talking about, the mini fridge. No, I know which one you're talking Matt's about. Matt's laughing now. This is like a one. I don't care anymore. Shout out to John. <laughs> John. John. Let's talk guy. about John. All right. I There's probably it. a lot of Johns. Could, not, could go either way. Yeah, but you know, could go either 400, way. whatever. Yeah, oh. if you work 400 nights <laughs> and your name's John, John, and you don't exit the vehicle, yeah. this one's for you. Fuck respect. you, John. Yeah, nice job. respect. Shows Great up. execution, John. <laughs> Very on brand Great for law enforcement work. Yeah. Shows up in the cruiser. N is with us. Matt and I are there. By the way, it's well, like. Let's give a backstory. This, this, is, this is a burglary, a burglarer. That had broken in multiple times. He, right. he had established a pattern. So we figured out that pattern. We set up camp. Dude fucking rolls right past us. <laughs> on, his, hey, on his bike. On his bike. <laughs> what's yeah. up, fellas? You're like, what's up, man? And you know us, we're not quiet people. I mean, we're yeah. laughing, shooting the shit, and this dumb fuck rides right past us. And I go, is that him? LTN goes, uh, yep. <laughs> Calls him one. Go ahead, Jerry. Take over. <laughs> 400 shows up. Not in a hurry. Yeah. Not code three. No time. lights going. Yeah. What well, seems to be the issue? 
this guy. And makes contact, a Leo to another Leo, which is usually very helpful. Right. Matt and I are not sworn, so these guys, you know, we'll handle the cop talk, yeah. right? Yeah. It's a brotherhood. I get it. You know, and the dude, the 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 suspect had already he he took off because the PD response time was already so lengthy, so he had uh-huh. the time to do what he needed oh, to do. Yeah, this dude's not in a hurry. Exit. Officer pulls up, doesn't even get out of his car. You know, he's looking. Rolls the window down and, and waves. And he, you know, <laughs> we give him the bullet points and he says, quote, what do you want me to do about that? It's not a crime in progress. I'm sorry. What? Mm. So he didn't pull the Leo card until that moment when he yes. was like, oh, okay, well, now you're going to take us a little more seriously because I retired commander. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. No shit. Um, super helpful, John. So I, I have a question for you guys, and I, maybe this is something you guys can answer. Is like, um, you know, obviously there's not, we talked about the SRO thing, we talked about your guys' role, which, you know, may or may not be in every school district. Like, how would you guys guide parents in, in order to get more involved and to be like a part of it besides showing up and being a dad? I get that, but I'll give you, is there some other way that like parents that aren't in the volunteer program, SRO program that can go get like, here's what I would say. What this school district did was very forward thinking, right. which is creating a volunteer program of people with skills. Right. If you don't have skills to be on a team like that, the best thing you can do is go to your school district's leadership team, go to a board meeting. Right. Ask specifically to see the safety and security plan. This is a document that every single school district has. Oh, interesting. It's required under federal law. Oh, is it really? It It is. is. There's an emergency plan for X, Y, and Z. Right. How you're going to execute and how many times per month, quarter, year that you, that you practice this plan. Yes. Interesting. So it's required. Now is the execution always there? It depends on district. It depends on leadership. It depends on, I would argue each school, right? So each you know, it's principle based, but it if is. you're involved enough as a parent, you have more of a say. You should understand that the school has X amount of dollars to spend and yeah. what's being allocated to safety and security. Our and positions nothing, yeah. were, were completely volunteer. We, we didn't cost the district anything. Yeah. So they were very forward thinking in that, right? And I want to take a red stamp from them, even if they offered. Um, but just knowing that they were trying to create a safer environment. So you can go ask and get that information. Yeah, like, oh, I should. didn't know that. Like, that's oh, yeah. crazy to me. Like, that's a whole thing. For most schools, and I, I did an audit of this, and I looked at schools outside of Arizona. This is information available on the website. Most oh, schools shit. post it publicly because there's federal funding. And in Arizona's Great. case, there's not only federal funding, but state funding for that. Uh, part of the reason why the one full-time position was created initially was state-level funding. So, but usually... Just out of transparency's sake, and you know, credit where credit's due. The district did a good job of like, hey, here it is. Yeah. This is this is what we stand up to. This is our plan. And part of it includes volunteers, but that's one part of it. Here's the rest of it. No, interesting. If you work in an office setting, you you have security, right? And it might not be, you know, anything crazy, but you have somebody watching the environment. Yeah. Watching the coming and going. Yes. The school is an environment that has the same coming and goings. Even it's an more. office building. Yeah. Right. It's not office building. It's a space. Even less because those people aren't employed. You don't know anything about them. <laughs> right. Could yeah. be somebody's drunk uncle or, you know, doing goofy stuff in the parking lot. And like, it's not the it's not the teacher's job. The teacher no. has 30 something kids. The teacher has lesson plans, curriculum. The teacher has, you know, has to deal with parents and 
and reading papers and, on their free time and buying school supplies. And yeah, like the so list goes on. The, 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 and it's, should, you know, it's not on the forefront of their mind and it shouldn't have to be is, is their own safety. So it has yeah. to be somebody else. Somebody else yeah. has to yeah. say, Hey, listen, yeah. you know, but it's, it's, schools are very unique environments. I mean, well, I think we've learned over time that like teachers don't want to get involved in that. Like it's a very polarizing topic. Like yeah, oh, yeah. self-defense for us is really important for us and our kids, but right. teachers aren't necessarily focused on that. And, and not, if you have some, it's a small percentage. And typically they're not wired that way either. This is a conversation yeah. we had. And I come from a family of teachers. I have really close friends that are, are teachers. They're there to educate, love and hug. Yeah. Right. Yeah. A lot of hugs. Yeah. Lots yeah. of hugs. <laughs> Not a lot of fists. Yeah. <laughs> so you only at home. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> what the fuck's wrong with you? <laughs> and then you steal a fridge. But yeah. Continue. No. So you don't. Daddy wasn't there. <laughs> Daddy wasn't. Daddy wasn't there. <laughs> you know, there's, there's, there's love and nurturing that teachers do. They don't need to also be enforcers. You know, it's Often, a tough. It's a tough balance. Like it if, is. If yeah. you're trained and that's your passion is to love and like. Nourish and, and rich. nourish and educate, rich and educate. You know. Like you can't be like cool. And here's a gun. Like you got to go get them. Like, yeah. No man. That's like the that opposite. Whole notion, of like, that whole notion. I don't know how you guys feel. Arming teachers. Dumb. Fucking it's ridiculous. Terrible. Super dumb. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it's terrible. Just no, play the whole thing out. I want to touch on an important topic because um, I've gotten this before. So the full time position. Matt and I were volunteers. The full time position did not carry. The school district's policy was that yeah. even as a sworn Leo. In the state of Arizona, you have the ability to, but the district's request was if you are a law enforcement officer, you don't carry at school ever. Really? That was the official policy. Unless you're there on a call. Right. It, like if you're responding, sure, you sure. but that's different. But if yeah. you're the SRO, they're like, here's your. No, 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 no. Even We're then, talking. Like, oh, okay. Yeah. No, the SROs are carrying. I mean, they're full P, you know, peace officer certified and they have every opportunity to, to you know. So Kyrene's. Ah, Ugh. fuck it. You stupid. You already, we already called School that di- five times. So thou shalt not carry on property. Right. As volunteers, we did not carry either. Right. It is against the law. Unless the school district goes, we have given you written permission. Well, there is, there's a statute in Arizona law. This dates back to like cowboy times where the principal has the authority to, to authorize you Oh, like deputize somebody mm-hmm. almost. Oh, oh yeah, shit. yeah. D- read it, dude. It's hardcore. Really? Yeah. yeah. But nobody special, knows about that. Special old laws. Yeah, the ones that are still in the books. Cowboy shit. Yeah. yeah so, dude. 1886. <laughs> so, <laughs> I'm operating on 18. <laughs> got my <laughs> my horse and a gun. Yeah. Got my good rope. Got a good rope. Got we, a good six shooter. So I think we're gonna we're gonna make this a two parter because there's still a lot to cover. Yeah. But yeah. I think a quick recap is two biggest threats to school safety are shitty parenting. Yeah. Don't let your kids climb on the roof to go think. What the fuck is yeah. wrong with you? At school. And we're gonna talk a lot more about like just the complete lackadaisical attitude of certain people in law enforcement. Well, but you know, honestly, like if I look back on it, cause I'm, I'm from the outside looking in. And for me, there's a lot of stuff that you guys talked about. I didn't know. I didn't know there was a safety and security plan that you could go look at. That was part of like the federal and state. Regulated I, I think you're yes. like most parents that when you drop your kids off, you assume that they're safe. Yeah, absolutely. You assume that they it's have a, a school. Handle. Yeah. It's a school. What would happen here? Apparently a lot, really bad shit. A lot of shit happens. In yeah. Schools. So in part two, we're going to talk about. So what we covered so far was how it works when it works really well. Right. Here's best practice. Best practice is good partnership between the community. Yeah. yeah. School leadership and faculty 
and law enforcement. Absolutely. You have to have those three pieces and the right people in the right place. Absolutely. Correct. That's a bit of a wild card, but it's true. In in part two, we're going to talk about like how it, how you completely wreck this, yeah, right? Yeah. Like how to unravel it because this is a cautionary tale, sure. and I think a lot of people need to hear this mm-hmm. because a lot more people are going to maybe look up their school safety and security plan. Yeah. Some people might even go to a school board meeting. So with that, we're going to conclude part one of a two part episode on school safety and security. Yeah. Anything? Any anything to think about for the next episode? No, I mean, I, I would take any questions from a parent that's out there. Like, that's the oh, thing. Absolutely. Like, reach out, reach out on like social media or comments or whatever. Like, I don't want to be the guy to plug it, but like, if you have a question, like, let's ask. These are guys absolutely. That did that. Like, and if you don't know what ask. question to ask your school, ask us that question. Yeah, so we could probably find the answer or have the answer. Yeah. And it's not the same for every district, but it's it never hurts to ask, right? Same thing. You ask questions in in training. You ask yep. questions when you're learning something new. Like, hey, I don't get it. Like, what does that mean? You know, there's a separate live stream you can do about that. One of the most important questions you can ask is how is my kid safe and what are you doing to keep yeah. my child safe? Yeah. Correct. And who's responsible for that? Yeah. Because who's the person I call well, when this fails? What, like I just said, the right people in the right places. Yeah. Wild card. It's yes. an accurate statement because you don't want some somebody that's just punching a clock, collecting a paycheck. Right. Right. That's you the wrong person. That's, you want somebody that's passionate for the position. Yes. Somebody who believes in it. So in part two, we're going to take some questions from the audience and we're going to talk about how to ruin something like this, because long time ago, and I'll close with this, right? When since ancient times, the two f- things the community built first was a church and a school. And this is at a point in history where there were not a lot of resources to support that. So the responsibility was on the community. The community took care of that. It takes a village. We got away from that and it's not okay. So part two, we'll talk more about school safety and security. Um, definitely go check out Mike Glover's review of the Evaldi situation, because I think it'll give you a good idea of just like worst case scenario. And again, those are outliers, but yeah, something but to think about as far as like it. what to expect. Yeah. We'll talk more about it on the next episode. Yeah. Thanks Matt for showing up. Hey, Glad you so it was a pleasure to see me. I'm glad you're coming. Yeah, if you're if you want to donate to Matt's calendar fund, there's going to be an Amazon link where you can do the calendar. <laughs> We're going to get a web assistant. Shout out to Rebecca. Oh, even for double booking me constantly. Uh, I love you, babe. Wait, is she going to be a guest spot on this show? Absolutely or? not. Yeah, we should give the wives a show. Ooh. That'd be hilarious. The wife show. Yeah. Could you imagine? You get 15 minutes. Just fucking. Go. Just <laughs> go. I don't know if I, if I, if I can like, handle that. <laughs> I think it'd be really funny. <laughs> And it's definitely grounds for divorce. So. Yeah, could you imagine? Uh, and we tell them that nobody will, nobody will hear their episode. Yeah, just talk shit. Yeah, no, let yeah, loose. You, you let girls loose. get together. You girls get together. Get your nails done. Yeah, talk shit about your yeah. better half. Have six schlitzes. Yeah. <laughs> talk about your husband. It's gonna be great. You're gonna love it. Oh God, could our egos handle this, boys? No, no. I, I think it's funny. No. I already think it's funny. <laughs> So what's the name of that segment? We gotta name that segment. Wives Unleashed, man. No, this is that's good. Control your wife. (laughs) Control your wife, control your life. Yeah.
Uh, remember, control your wife. Control Here's your how wife. much control I have. None, by the way. It's zero. Yeah. It's literally fucking negative. So the negative. opposite of action figures is <laughs> is soft features. What, what would he call that? Soft features. <laughs> oh, I don't. I don't know. Man, you get run off. off. <laughs> they do run off, and all they would talk about is the one that got away. We're just sitting oh, here. Remember Julio? And you're like, who the fuck is Julio? What? What do you mean? The helicopter, Don, Don the helicopter pilot? Yeah. yeah come no. with me. Yeah, come with me. <laughs> That's a Pixar reference. Yeah, anyway. All right. Must so be a dad. we're going to close here. Uh, we are going to do part two, though, because there's a lot more to unpack. But sure. this is going to everybody something to think about. So, yeah. As right. always. Thanks, guys. Matt, I'm glad you made it. Thanks Have for coming, Matt. Boys. Appreciate the info, guys. Action.